Hello and welcome to the NDA podcast. It's always Media Thursday with me, Justin Pierce, the editor, and me, Andy Oakes, the publisher. We've been away for a few weeks, so this is a weekly podcast that comes to you every few weeks. So it's still weekly, but it's not every single week in succession. It's date fluid. It's date um, fluid. Yeah. It happens time to time on a regular, if a regular basis. Um, today's a rarity in that we are recording It's Always Media Thursday on a Thursday. Oh, yeah, good point. I didn't realise that. Yeah. Uh, we're also recording it in the office, and uh, I apologise if you hear any background noise, but I've got, I reckon we've got more people in the office than we've had in the last two years. Yeah. Well, as we go on about boringly on this podcast, the office is back. The office is the central point of our industry, and it's really back. And again, as we go on about boringly on this podcast, uh, real-world events are back. And we say this especially because this week was... I guess, I mean, something quite important happened. It was the Women in Programmatic's big event. Uh, we're huge supporters of the Women in Programmatic on NDA. We run a series profiling their members, their incredible members. Uh, we weren't at it this week, where it was quite upsetting. The reason I wasn't at it was because, well, it's quite bad. It's because my wife is very ill, but um, heard it was amazing, incredible speakers. It was packed. You see the pictures, it was just standing room only. So really, really incredible Incredible work from the Marine and Progressive Network. I feel we should clarify that when you, your wife is very ill, just sound it with your dark, your deep voice there. Alice has got COVID, which you described as lying around in a dark room. So let's, Alice will be fine in a couple of days' time, but you say hanging around, around in a dark, room. In a dark, room. dark room. But that's just the sort of person I am helping out people in need, like, like my wife. Um, and I met, I met um, Emily from. Um, the Women in Programmatic Network yesterday as our lunch. Yeah, we had, we had our lunch yesterday, which was, we've been running um, quite amazing, actually, Predictions Hub uh, in association with our partner, Xander. We launched it in November, I think, late last year. And it's become a, a real treasure trove of, of insight from the great and the good. And it, they really are the great and the good of the industry. We've got yeah. have incredible people. So yesterday we had a, a lunch to celebrate the success of this, uh, and bring lots of these amazing people together in the real world, and it was amazing. It was amazing. We had uh, and brilliant. And as ever, you cannot get media people to leave a restaurant, even when they're trying to clear up and set for uh, set up for dinner. Um, they were still there. The wine was still going down. But yeah, great lunch. Really enjoyed it. I didn't have to eat or drink a thing because I was upstairs interviewing people. But well, that's where you belong. Yes. In the dark room. It was amazing. And we've gone about that the summit. It's just to see the difference getting people together. And there's so many people I was talking to yesterday that A, I thought I haven't seen for years, and it's true in the, in the real world. But also people that, to be honest, I hadn't actually met before. I thought I I had because I seen them so regularly on video calls, that sort of thing. But and that was the case across the board. You saw people meet each other and lots of people I talked to yesterday were this was the first time they've been out at an industry event for the last two years really yeah so it's just these things are happening more and more it's a big uh big oyster catchers event both you and I are going to next week so they're def- that's definitely back and you can see the difference it's, it's quite amazing um talking of big events lots and lots of people talking about can you get more than five media people in a room together and immediately people start talking about villas and what are you doing and are you hiring this are you hiring that um it seems to be a real flurry of activity around that in the last two weeks i've noticed there is yeah i had lunch there with a good friend greg brooks over at mindshare and they're getting all their plans for can in gear already and i don't get you right there's no one you talk to that isn't either getting ready for can putting their plans in place or just pretty excited to and I, and I don't want to don't want to jinx it, but I have finally got a booking. I think for a villa, which is stuck. I think we've finally got a villa. You jinxed it, but oh, I know. Yeah. so I've booked 
this is the fourth filler we've booked. <laughs> and the previous three occasions, they've said, said, oh, we, oh, uh, it's, it's an odd service. And um, and then, then they come back two days later and say, oh, I didn't realise that was Can Week. Here's another price. <laughs> it looks a little bit like a phone number. Well, that is Can for you. That is Can, yeah. So what's going to happen? I mean, everyone is excited. Obviously, it won't be the same Can as, gosh, two years, three years ago now. But nothing will be the same as it was uh, immediately. But I just think, personally, I think it's going to be one of the best cans for years because it's such a, a desperation to be out there again with everyone. It'll probably hit exactly the right time. But as you saw yesterday, there were still people who haven't been out at all yet. And yeah. by the comes to June, I think most people will have been uh, in some way back in the real working world, you know, to some extent. So I think it's going to be one of the biggest can for years. Do you want to hear a sad event story? I do. Okay. So yesterday, I tried to, I was, you know, I've been looking for venues for our yeah. summer lunch, Trinity summer lunch. Yeah. And I wanted to book it at the London Transport Museum, which apparently does brilliant events. I went there with with Inez, my daughter, and she loved it. Yeah. So, I mean, she probably wouldn't come to the lunch, but right. I, I floated this past the events team and I was, I was told, quote, you're tragic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I love going there with my daughter, who's six. Maybe it's not totally the right venue for industry events. Well, you say this. Jerry Dakin tweeted me and said it's brilliant, and you, we should we should support them. In that case, we'll definitely make it there. Jerry, we'll do it there for you. Okay. So what else is happening, Andy? Obviously, you you are yet again ill. This week's been a, a knee a knee problem. Buttocks are fine. Buttocks absolutely fine. What's that? But knee's been a problem. This no, week. it wasn't my knee. It's my foot. It's my foot. Same thing. Well, <laughs> it's, it's the only thing that kept you away from being a doctor. That knowledge of yours. Yes. I got hit by a hockey ball. I'm very sorry, but you've made it. I'm alive. So what else is happening? The other thing I think, one other thing I know, is our awards, which yes. we, we launched kind of officially, ish, so much to be able to do the official this week. We've got an incredible, incredible judging panel. Who's on our judging panel? We've got Lara from ITV. We've got Pete from Boots. We've got... Ben from Dunelm, we've got we've got everyone. It's it's really incredible. List. We've got Damien from Twitch. It's it's just the great and the good. And why that is so good? Because this award is all about people, people, just people, not campaigns, not companies, not uh, effectiveness awards. This is all about people. So it's the heroes. Now I'll do the first category, and you can the other category is yours because you no, made it up. I'll do the first category. <laughs> no, because the second category is yours, and I'm going to start. And I know you'll edit me out, but it doesn't matter. So the first category, uh, so we've, we're only asking for people from what we call the Trinity, and that's ad tech, and that's media agencies, and that's publishers. So within each, there are two categories. Uh, the first category is the legend uh, category, people who have done gone above and beyond for the industry, the people who are industry leaders who really make policy, make things happen, are the first people you turn to when you want to know about an issue in that sector. Um, so that's the first category. Justin, what's the second category in each? Well, the first category, I'll tell you about. <laughs> the second category is Collaborative Champion. And we're looking, again, this is, NDA itself is dedicated to celebrate brilliance in digital media marketing, but at the same time, celebrated to people. People are the, are the lifeblood of this industry. It's the, it's the people that really drive things forward, not technology uh things like uh digital hero series celebrates people pragmatic stars celebrates people and people don't have to be brilliant because they're they're leaders or brilliant because they're running huge companies or brilliant because they're winning award after award in can people can be brilliant because of the way they, they help others the way they help their partners do better work 
the way they, they help help with their clients, with their customers. It's it's people so collaborative championing is people who who help the industry, or their company, all the work they're doing, develop better and do better by working in partnership better together. And collaboration is a sort of an overused term, I, I'd say, but at the same time, I would also say that this industry works best when when partnerships and ecosystem and all the various parts are working together hand in hand. And you do see some of the most heartwarming, heartwarming results going from this. But one of the best things about our series such as My Digital Hero is you have these incredible people talking about other people. And it's not about promoting themselves or promoting their business or in any way sort of self-serving. It's about celebrating the brilliance of others. You know what? I always said that word for word in the NDA newsletter last last week, uh, talking about the awards. Well, you almost said it because I couldn't quite work out how to say your picture off. (laughs) So I thought it would be easier if you said it. Well, where is changeable? Absolutely. Older people don't understand there's a difference. (laughs) Exactly. So that's the awards. And it's, I mean, sort of shameless part 20, but we should enter. It's, It's free to enter. It is free. Um, so, and it only takes, it's only, we only want 500 words from you. So, listen, most of you do that after a couple of double espressos. So, uh, get on with it. Enter your friends, enter your colleagues, enter that person from the, uh, your, your, uh, your client that you really get on with and, and look at the legend thing and, you know, vote for me. And I think that's the way forward in this. Or me. Or, or Justin. Or, or just us yes jandy yeah oh no no that doesn't work but yeah it's really simple to enter we're making it super simple it's going to be the war ceremony itself is going to be quite simple it's not the antithesis of the bigger walls that you're not used to run but kind of but again it's just focused on amazing people but there will be there will be a party there will be a party yeah 11th of may uh at the century club 11th of may at the century club but you have to buy a ticket for that bit do you yeah that's a bit mean well is it (laughs) <laughs> it's not. but it's cheap it's gonna be amazing so it's worth buying the now talking about amazing people we're now joined by one of those amazing people say laycock who's the ceo of incubator so sally hi good to see you how are you Justin, very well thank you how are you getting excellent so we're just talking about amazing people of which of which you are one uh and we've just been talking about the women programmatic network which obviously you are very closely involved with running their huge event this week the event we ran yesterday so what are you seeing in terms of the industry getting back to, to normal, I guess? Yeah, so getting back to normal from a um, post-COVID perspective, um, I think, you know, 1st of March was a, was, was a big day. Um, I think uh, speaking to a lot of our clients, a lot of our partners, that's been the sort of returning back to the new norm, as we refer to it. And uh, the, the trend seems to be working two, three days um, a week in the office. That's something that um, that most of our partners and clients would be seeing at the moment. And I think it's, it's now at the moment, it's just about adapting to how we, we get to that. We know how to work well remotely and we know how to work well in the office. So now it's about work, working out how we work hybrid in a hybrid uh, model, I guess. So that's something that we're navigating through at the moment. And I know a lot of our partners in the industry are going through that same challenge. And how's your hybrid model working, Sally? Have you, have you, have you, do you have it suddenly right across the board or are you, you making people, are people finding out what, what, what works, what's best for them? Yeah, so at the moment we're doing two days a week and people can choose when they want to come in the office. I think some of the challenges that we're encountering, meeting room space. So because a lot of people are doing calls, um, you know, online, um, they're needing meeting room space, more meeting room space. So what we're finding is actually less space 
small collaboration spaces, small meeting room spaces, and they actually take up fun spaces in desks do. So that's definitely a challenge that we've experienced even, even just this week. I think we've got 100 people in the office today. Um, yet also on Monday, which is not a popular day, we had about 15 people in the office. <laughs> the other challenge we have is Thursday now is the new Friday. So exactly. everyone is in the office on a Thursday. No one's in the office on a Friday. <laughs> so we don't want to be too prescriptive on when people come in, but we're going to have to find a way to try and get get it balanced out a little better in the week. So those are probably two of our hobby challenges at the moment. Yeah, I, I don't think you're alone in those challenges. No. I mean, it's it's Thursday. We're in Soho. It, we've, we've just come back for well, we haven't just come back much obviously we were back very early but it's heaving out there the sun's out mm-hmm. people it, it feels like it's fun out there yeah absolutely you can't get restaurant spaces on a thursday fridays so easy to get <laughs> i mean i like what you say about the office because your office is is beautiful i remember going there just after it first opened and being sort of proudly shown around it it's beautiful and it's, it's such a uh, unique space now this but again as you say these new working patterns and meaning the actual physical space of an office is adapting. And we're seeing lots of agencies sort of come up with the, the office of the future or the post-COVID office, or et cetera, et cetera. So how do you think the actual working space of agencies, and obviously offices are so central to how agencies do actually operate, how's that going to change following this? So I think um, what we're going to see more of is um, pop, pop-up spaces for clients um, and partners to, you know, just, Come into the office and in, if they're in the area to come and sit down and do some work, chat to the staff. There's definitely going to be more of a sort of pop-up feel within the offices. Um, I think, again, uh, far more creative spaces. So when people do choose to come into the office, it's usually to brainstorm with their teammates. Um, so we're going to see far, far more um, open plan creative spaces. And I think tech is going to be absolutely key. We're going to see a lot more investment in proper technology so that we can have these meetings in an effective way. Um, I think even the big challenge we found is in our boardroom, where you're now so used to having people on screen looking straight at you, you suddenly feel as though you're miles away at the other part of the boardroom. So, um, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be lots of investments in tech, creative spaces, a lot more sort of fun pop-up spaces for clients and partners to, to come in and, and chat. Yeah, I love that. I, I did a cool... The other day, a video call with with someone who they were in their boardroom, and it felt weird because they were right at the end of the table. It just felt so. I guess we've got so used to becoming so close to people by Zoom. Weirdly, in the last two yeah. years, it just really weird. So yes, yeah, oh, my my pet hate that's what what I saw in the office this morning is that five of us <laughs> around one laptop trying to speak to the one person who's not in the office at home, and it, it wasn't working as well as we hoped. <laughs> I spoke to someone the other day, actually said what works really well is when they go into the board, uh, boardroom, they each have to have their laptops in front of them um, so that they can feel as though they engage. Because we're so used to it, we can, see, we can read people's expressions when yeah. we're so close. But it, it really does feel as though it's miles away. You can't yeah. see the person who's speaking. So they will definitely have to try and work around that and come up with some, some ways of working. Um, so that we can really still interact with the person on, online. Yeah, it's a fascinating time for this sort of work-life balance. So let's, well, let's talk about something else. Again, Andy and I always talk about, we have been, about real-world events, talking about the office changing, everyone's coming back to the office to a greater lesser extent. But what about real-world events? And events, obviously, you know, from Performance performance Live to Cannes to Domexico, all these events that are a key part of our world in this industry, but the last few years they haven't been. So what are you seeing in terms of the, the, 
emergencies again of physical events, real world events. Are you keen to get back in, into that sort of thing? Absolutely. I think the, the, the teams are itching to get back into events. I know our marketing teams are hounding us to see where we can use partner spaces. So there's a real, real um, push and, you know, a lot of excitement to get these events back on. I think people are still just that little bit nervous um, because they haven't come back into the office yet. But I think, as I said, that 1st of March, even, even Google, I think, or 1st of April, they're saying. And um, once everyone's back in the office and you are working there, suddenly you'll see, you know, people being allowed to book more events. But our, our team's absolutely itching to get out there. So, yeah, we very much miss them. So we look forward to them. I think, I think come after the summer, I think we'll see a, a big spike. And are you, are you looking at trip to Cannes this year? or? <laughs> I'm actually going to San Francisco to, um, with Google. Um, in a couple of weeks, which will be good. So I think if Google's starting to open up their events, I think um, that means that a lot of partners will follow as well. So that's okay. what I've got coming up in a couple of weeks. That's a good point, Ash. I was talking to someone just the other week, one of the big agency groups, about business travel. And he was saying that that's always been a perk of his job, you know, this, this regular business travel to amazing countries to see partners and, and colleagues and officers. And that, again, that obviously that froze and business travel's coming back. How important do you think the emergence of business travel is? And also, how is it going to change? Because obviously, people are being much more careful about it now and also have realised you don't need to send whole teams off to events sometimes. Exactly. This, this, uh, you know, the, the big challenge is there's been, you know, thankfully, there's been a big focus on sustainability, you know, and all the way through lockdown, there, there really has been this key focus and talk about, you know, when everyone's in lockdown, what happens to the pollution levels in the air, et cetera. And we've obviously had a big focus on, on sustainability in our business with um, offsetting of, of carbon, carbon, et cetera. So um, we've become a lot more conscious about our levels of travel and really do we, do we really need to travel for all these events. So I think um, that's actually going to be something that a lot of businesses are going to grapple with is this idea of, yes, we want to get out there. Yes, we want to connect with people. Yes, we want to go see our our partners and clients and, and other offices, but there's this do we really need to travel um, from, a, from a sustainability um, perspective? We've got to think very carefully around these things. Well, so look, let's leave the last thing. It's been quite a what's always good is this is a positive chat. And I think most of our podcasts are focusing on the good things in the stream. It's lovely seeing you all, you know, I can see by your face you're excited about what's to come. So what, <laughs> what are you most looking forward to over the next few months? You said you're the first of March, a big and sort of turning points i totally agree so what are you most looking forward to in the next three months in the industry what's what's what can't you wait to do connect with our partners and clients absolutely and um, we've, we've definitely missed that um really face-to-face connecting with them going out with them brainstorming with them um that as well as connecting with the team again um we've really really missed having having the team you know next to us you know water cooler chats as they say so i say Connecting with our team, partners, and clients. Amazing. Well, Sally, thank you so much for joining us. And again, you should feel very lucky in your beautiful office. So I hope you make the most oh, of it. Thank you so much for joining us. Good to see you, Sally. Great to see you, Sally. Thank you. Bye. Well, amazing seeing Sally. And that's it's true. Everyone talks now that it does seem like a very positive experience. So great to see Sally. Uh, uh, great. Thanks, Justin. Thank you. Good to see you, Sally. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye. 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 Excellent. So I like the way our guests are dropping. So it's always fantastic. So Andy, what's happening with us over the next week or so? Let me think. 
you know. <laughs> you, you, you should probably have thought of the possible answer to that. Okay, I'll to leave question. So what's happening over the next week or so? Andy. Well, ten minutes question, you see. I know, I know. You, you wanted to drop some of me. We, it's, I'll tell you what's interesting is, is the, not the recovery, routes of recovery, but things are looking up all across the board, aren't they? We've got, yeah. I mean, just from our point of view, we're interviewing lots more people. Yeah. Um, jobs are opening up. Clients, people want to talk to us about things. Um, clients want to spend money on things, yeah. which is which is good for us, which yeah. is nice, you know. We're good for everyone. Pay everyone. Um, I remember what I said, you can see it in Sally's face in terms of excitement. That's if awesome. I worked in Incubator's office, yeah. I'd never go home. <laughs> it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, Incubator are a great company, aren't they? They're one of those yeah. companies that just get stuff done and do it well yeah. and, then, and then just make a... So they bought uh, Maze One. Yeah. Maze One, good friend of ours, Rupert Staines. Yeah. Yeah. He's coming on, hopefully, to call us on our sister title, e-commerce stage. Uh, hopefully soon. So, yeah, they are, they're great. Okay. But, yeah, it's it's an interesting time, isn't it? I mean, we've... To bring the mood down slightly, obviously, we're no, seeing... No, don't bring the mood down. <coughs> well, yeah. we're seeing the same argument, aren't we, around Ukraine that we saw with COVID, don't we? The um, Yeah. Please, yeah. you know... Don't don't block your ads. That, and that's what yesterday at the uh, our lunch, our standard lunch, production sub lunch, incredible conversations. But there was one time we were talking at the table and it was dominated by that subject. Yeah, and it was you know Liz from Nestle and everyone there talking about that. And the fact was that without sort of saying who, lots of people from big agencies were saying that they had clients telling them to freeze immediately. Mm. And these is ad agencies with. Groups of groups of, of staff who didn't believe in this really and, and know the harm that it's doing, blunt ad web blocking, blunt yeah. keyword blocking, sorry, and pulling advertising because of the misplaced worry about placing ads against Ukraine coverage. And we saw it the same thing with COVID. We saw exactly the same thing. Uh, we worked with uh, Newsworks on the yeah. campaign uh, to to beat the block. That was, the, was yeah. the hashtag, wasn't it? And and I think the same thing happens now. You know, never has there been a time where responsible journalism high quality journalism yeah. is needed more and that needs funding Definitely. so you know if if and we know brands and agencies are listening because you are rude to us about this podcast <laughs> so our our, our message is keep spending yeah. you've got to keep funding that journalism i tell you what yesterday someone around the table had an amazing idea and it was to put at the bottom of a of an ad online ad a little sort of uh, strap line saying this ad is helping support quality journalism. That's a great idea. It's amazing. Because obviously some of the, another person said, well, yes, but sometimes consumers see an, will see an ad and think they're taking advantage of the, the situation in Ukraine. And, and I think that's a better thing because I think if there's one thing advertising-wise that people fell out with in the, as in, in the main uh, COVID time was they, um, hey, we're all in this together. Yeah. And, and people hated that. Yeah, exactly. No, I thought that's a great idea. Should trademark it. Little banner, bottom of an ad, is supporting quality journalism, which is true. It is. So I think we're going to end up here. Amazing guest, Sally, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we've been away for a while, but we're definitely coming back next week. We are definitely, definitely. here next Thursday. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't matter I mean, because... It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's a weekly all, podcast. It's a weekly podcast. It's always... Media Thursday. It's always Media Thursday. And today is Media Thursday, so hopefully we'll see you in the pub later on this evening very soon. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. We will. Bye-bye. Bye.